You are listening to Speaking with One Voice with Pastor Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, or would like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at O-N-E-V-O-I-C-E-I-N-C dot O-R-G. Or simply search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, Rodney Payne, the coach. So glad you've joined us again this week. Let me start by thanking you for listening and sharing and liking and even subscribing and rating uh, this podcast. It's so important that you subscribe and that you rate us and that you share us so that we can expand our footprint in this space we call the podcast universe. I'm so excited about the opportunity to add value to you each week. Please know that if you need uh, assistance in your personal growth, uh, professional development, I am an executive coach, and you can find out more information by visiting my website at rodneyrpain.com, rodneyrpain.com. Also follow me on social media at Rodney R. Payne. That is going to be on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And please, when you go there, like those pages, but also turn on your notifications so that you might be notified when we put new information out. Again, this weekly podcast is our way of adding value to you as a leader. So we look forward to this each and every week, and thank you again for joining. On today, I want to talk about leadership from this perspective, that leaders do whatever it takes. Leaders do whatever it takes. That's easy to say. It's easy to articulate and to verbalize and vocalize and be boisterous in your words. I'm a leader. I do whatever it takes. But when put to the test, when put in stressful situations, leaders must rise to the occasion and do whatever it takes to get the job done. Now, understand, I'm going to give you a few steps today to help us through this process, but in doing whatever it takes, it's not necessarily by any means necessary because there are going to be some guidelines and some governances that you want to uh, have that lead you as your standard, your compass, your, your guide, if you will, to make sure that you stay within the framework and structure of your brand. It's important to remember that in doing whatever it takes, it has to be within your brand. So let me see if I can go through a few steps here today to help us to understand that leaders do whatever it takes. Understand, leaders must be willing to do whatever it takes to lead the team, no exceptions, no excuses, period. You as a leader you're going to have to be willing to do what it takes to get the job done. No exceptions, no excuses, period. Leaders lead. Leaders solve problems. Leaders are the resource that takes the team to a place that the team may not even be able to visualize yet. But leaders see farther. Leaders see more quickly. And leaders show the way as they go along the way. So let me give you the first step. If you're going to do whatever it takes, you have to deal with what I call foundation building. Foundation building. There's really just a couple of things that I want to highlight here. I could really make the entire podcast about this. But foundation building is first simply there is no replacement for effort. 
You cannot build a foundation by laziness. I believe in efficiencies. I believe in automation. I believe in maximization. I do not believe in laziness. Leaders must go to work and put in the effort. The ones who take shortcuts on the front end are disappointed on the back end. Leaders who are willing to pay the price up front through the effort to invest in their process, those are the leaders that set the right foundation to find success for their teams. So you must understand and discipline yourself and balance yourself and know yourself, but you there's no substitute for hard work. I, I want to be clear here that it's about the effort. What are you willing to contribute to your own success? How hard will you work? I'm not saying that you work 20 hours a day, although there may be days when you do that. What's more significant is that you have a structured, thought-out plan and a commitment to go to work every day. You must go to work on the days you are scheduled to be in the office, scheduled to work. Your ship will not move itself. Your team will not lead themselves. Leaders must go to work, and that requires effort energy, power, investment, time, you have to go to work. Now, in order to make your work the most effective it can possibly be, you must take time to invest in education. Now, by education, I don't necessarily mean a classroom or a college course, although those may be uh, the tool of your choice that may work very well for you. But in any event, you're going to have to somehow become educated in the area that you want to lead. Most times, leaders are leading in areas where they're already fairly talented, and sometimes talent can uh, foster laziness. I want you to understand you've got to take the time to educate, expand your education uh, as it relates to your product or service, what you offer as a leader, and you've got to put some information and some data behind your brand. Don't just go out there based on a gut feeling all the time. Don't just go out there based on trying to gauge the season or when to jump in or when to jump out. Nope. The foundation building happens with effort and education. When you do business from a position of uh, of education, uh, when you're smarter, you don't have to work as hard, I, meaning that you can do things more efficiently, more effectively, because you understand your craft. Understand you cannot lead based on yesterday's intelligence. Yesterday's intelligence was great for yesterday, but tomorrow there'll be a new way of doing business. Where will you be in the process? I continue to say this because most successful, extraordinary leaders, one thing they all have in common is they read. They have publications from their area of expertise. They have books from different authors. They read, read, read. They know what's going on. So if you're going to build a foundation to be able to do whatever it takes and be effective in that, you must put in the effort and take the time to be educated. Uh, my second step after foundation building is the second step is you have to go through what I call failure expected. Failures expected. That I know that is disheartening, but let me tell you something. You are going to fail as a leader. You will not win every time. You will not be first to market every time. You won't get it right every time. There will be failures along the way. If you're not failing, then you're not taking enough risk. You have to fail at some point. It's unfortunate. 
I, I'm reminded of an incident where I, I invested a, a pretty good sum of money in a process uh, that I thought would I could see clearly on the front side how this would be a very profitable decision and investment for my company, only to find out that I did not know what I did not know. You can't know what you don't know. So as a result, I ended up failing in this process, or I'll call it a delayed gratification because eventually it paid off. But the vision I had, the goals I had set for that particular process, if I'm being honest with you, perhaps I didn't, I certainly didn't have the education for what I was trying to do and didn't invest in it. And I'm not sure I gave it the effort. I thought my idea had the strength to stand on its own. Boy, was I wrong. As a result, I ended up in failure. And so failures are expected. Why? Because you don't know what you don't know, but failure can be your best teacher. Failure is a wonderful classroom if you're paying attention. Failure can be truly motivating if you utilize it in the right way. There were so many wonderful lessons that I learned uh, from things that I did not know I did not know. And because I failed, I was able to learn some things. And subsequently, I was able to apply those failures that I learned uh, in the next phase. So now uh, I expect that I'm going to fail sometime because I'm going to keep going to new places, higher heights, deeper depths, new markets, expanding business and strategies and growth. And of course, I learn through process that's that's transferable so that when I learn a skill set or learn a process, I try to apply it on the front end of the next process, but it helps me. But just know that you have to do some foundation building and failures are expected. And because failures are expected, step three is you're going to have to learn to fight through the failures. You've got to fight through the failures. You're going to fail. I want you to understand that. I'm not saying embrace it. I'm not saying look forward to it. I'm not saying enjoy it. But what I am saying is it's a fact that you're going to fail. But if you're going to do whatever it takes, you've got to fight through the failures. And to fight through the failures, the first thing we have to make sure is that we never play the blame game or never complain. You cannot blame someone else when you fail and you cannot complain when you fail. Failure is a part of growing a brand, growing a business, growing yourself. Again, what do you do with with the failure? How do you approach the failure? That's where the that that's the process. I, I like to say it in this way. Um, when you uh, say, for instance, you were you had an injury and and you you were so we were skateboarding and in the skateboarding you didn't wear pads and you you tried to pull off a trick well you put you pull the trick off or, and you fall off your skateboard and you bust your elbow and so as a result you have a scar and you have stitches and you have a a big memory there that you had this nasty nasty wipeout well uh, it, it's one thing to have that fall because you were trying to perfect the trick but the but if you didn't know, you should have worn elbow pads. And now because of that scar, you wear elbow pads. Then you didn't waste that scar. But if you don't protect yourself and go out and do the same thing again, that was not a learning lesson. That's just a failure. So you want to make sure that you learn from your scars. Learn from the memories that you have of when you fail. Learn from when you didn't know what you didn't know. So if you're going to fight through failure, you're going to have to learn from the failure, then apply what you learned learned for future failures and grow. 
I have to apply these things to my future failures. That way I can grow because when I overcome a failure, now I'm in a completely different position because I'm now armed with a weapon I did not have before called experience. That's right. Failures really translate into experience and and failures can lead to the next thing we're going to talk about. Failures can lead to your best opportunities. Failures can lead to your best modifications. So you want to see your brand grow. You want to become a better leader. Then you've got to make up your mind. You're going to fight through the failure. So we've talked about three things so far. First of all, foundation building is step one. You've got to have effort. You got to have education. Step two is you have to understand failures are to be expected. Uh, You don't know what you don't know, but failure can be your best teacher. Step three, fighting through failures. You've got to fight through your failures. Never complain or play the blame game. Own up to the failure and let's learn from the failure. Let's apply what we've learned to our future failures and grow through the process. What happens in this failure can prevent the next failure. But if you're willing to fight through the failure and do whatever it takes, failure can lead you to step four, which is your flourishing season. That's right, your flourishing season. One thing I want to talk about real quickly is that We as leaders don't do a very good job of celebrating in most cases, but I want you to learn to enjoy the success you're experiencing along the journey. Don't wait until you arrive at the destination, but rather celebrate along the way. Enjoy success. When you're in a good season, don't wait for the other shoe to drop. Don't live in paranoia. Don't live in fear, but rather celebrate and enjoy the success. And one of the things I want you to really get out of this, in a flourishing season, that is the best time to capitalize on your momentum. That's right. You're going to see the best momentum during seasons of success or flourishing seasons. So when you're in this mode, this is when you have the opportunity to to, uh, corral the team, bring them together, celebrate the success, and then challenge them to go to the next level and capitalize on momentum. Have you ever noticed that winning teams, winning programs seem to be ones who are always winning? There's always a pack in the middle, some that lag behind. There's always a few at the top, and those few at the top are usually always there. Why is that? Because they've learned the secret of flur- of in their flourishing season, they capitalize on their momentum. What do you do when you get going and the momentum is rolling? Understand, momentum, if you ride it, it will propel you. If you're not ready for it, it will overtake you. So in that season, celebrate, but I mean capitalize, maximize, do the very best you can to to, to make this momentum work for you. We're talking about doing whatever it takes. Remember, it has to be within reason. There must be a standard uh, that you do. What are your core values that lead your business, that lead your brand, that lead you as a leader? They must always be in place. So when you hear me say, do whatever it takes, 
it must be uh, restricted to whatever your core values are. And your core values and integrity will ultimately determine how far your business goes. What I'm saying is you've got to make sure you focus on step one, foundation building. Step two, expect your failure. Step three, fight through those failures. Step four, learn how to live in a flourishing season. And then finally, step five is finish strong. That's right. I want you to finish strong. You have to learn how to complete the cycle of your present season. You have to learn how to complete the cycle of your present season. Understand you will have many markers along the way of your leadership journey. And so that's why uh, most leaders, I won't say most, I'll, I'll use myself as an example. I live uh, year to year, but I break the year down into quarters. I, I break the quarters down into weeks, and I break the weeks down into days, but I take measurements and reflections at least on a quarterly basis. So here we are. We're, we're about mid-year at the recording of this particular podcast. We're about mid-year. So in mid-year, I'm beginning to figure out how I want this year to end based on how I started and where I want to go in the next year. So I'm already assessing what's going on in this cycle, preparing to finish this year strong. Why is finishing strong so important? Listen, you never want to limp across the finish line. I, I remember watching an Olympic race. It was a long distance race, and there was a runner who was seemingly uh, at a place where he could not be caught by his competitors. And he was running, and he was probably 100 meters from the finish line. And he put both of his hands up, and he began to celebrate early as he was running the race. He wasn't finishing strong. He was just finishing and kind of on cruise control just to come across the finish line because he had worked so hard. And so he began a premature celebration, only to his surprise to find there the person in second place, their goal was to have a strong kick and to finish strong. So they had saved enough energy, left enough in the tank to come across that finish line at full speed using everything they had. And when you look at the finish, the one who had raised his hands in premature victory finds himself being beaten by a nose because once he saw the other runner approaching him, he tried to re-engage, but it was too late because he was coasting and the other one had momentum and the momentum pushed him across the finish line just by a nose just before because he finished strong. When you finish strong, it's completing your present cycle or your present course. But understand, the bigger thing about finishing strong is this. When you finish this cycle strong, you prepare yourself to start the next cycle strong. How you finish this cycle determines how you start your next cycle. Do you want to limp into your next cycle? Do you want to just barely get out of the gate going into your next cycle? No, you want to hit the ground running. And in order to hit the ground running, you, my friend, have to finish strong. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited to be here. I am your coach, Rodney Payne. I want to give you these five steps one more time so that you will be a leader that knows how to do whatever it takes for your team to win. You'll know that doing whatever it takes means that you're always going to do it within the restriction of your core value. You're, you're, you're going to always stay within the restrictions of your core value. So step one, foundation building. Step two, failures expected. Step three, 
fighting through the failure. Step four, flourishing season. And step five, finish strong. I want to give those to you one more time. Write these down. Step one, foundation building, effort and education. Step two, failures are to be expected. You don't know what you don't know, but failure can be your best teacher. Step three, fight through your failures. Never complain or play the blame game. Learn from the failure. Apply what you've learned to future failures. You can avoid failure and grow. Uh, Failures can lead to your step four flourishing season. Enjoy your success and capitalize on momentum. And then finally, finish strong. That's it. Complete this cycle and complete it strong. How you finish this cycle determines how you start the next. Listen, this is your coach, Rodney Payne. I believe in you as a leader. I want us to continue uh, growing together. Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. Listen, you can find out more information about me at RodneyRPayne.com. Please follow us on social media, Rodney R. Payne, at, that's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen, we'd love to add value to you and your team. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast, why don't you reach out to me via email, rpain at onevoiceinc.org. Be happy to talk to you and maybe get your suggestions or show ideas on a topic you'd like for us to cover here because we love adding value to you. Thank you so much for joining this week. This is the coach, Rodney Payne, and make it a great week intentionally. God bless you and bye-bye. You've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. And don't forget to turn on your notifications so you can receive the latest posts, live videos, and podcasts as soon as they are available. And please hashtag all of your posts with hashtag speaking with one voice. Listen, we appreciate you liking and sharing, uh, subscribing, and also rating this podcast to help us grow this amazing opportunity. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you and make it a great day.